welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. Ghosties. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome, Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. Yes. What's been up with you? Oh, you know, just spring breaking. Mm-hmm. I'm off of school for the week, so yes. that's nice. And we finally got to see each other this week. I know. Yeah. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen Missy in like a year. <laughs> I mean, you were just over here like not even a month ago-ish. It was a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, it still isn't enough, though. That's the last time I saw her. Especially when there's other people around, too. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. I know. Yeah. Totally. But we got to go on an exploration. Yes. First in years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're talking about the Hill House. Yes. And it's in Old Town, Portsmouth, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, in Hampton Roads, in case you don't know where that is. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Tidewater. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. The old 804. Ooh. Ooh, took it back. You did. Did you know you have to have an area code to dial out now around here? You have to dial 757. Mm-hmm. I, 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 maybe I just don't call people enough, but it happened to me. Like, <laughs> when I tried to dra- dial Laverne last night, I'd just have her number in there regular, and it was like, you must dial an area code. And I was like, um, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. That's very aggressive, A of all. And B of all, you know who I'm calling. Yeah. Get it together. And we're local. Right? Mm-hmm. Down the street. I remember when it was 804 when we were kids. Yeah. Then it switched. Yep. And we were still 804 for a while. Mm-hmm. Then we were 757. 804 is still in like out in Gloucester and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's crazy. Yeah. Stupid. I know. And we didn't have to have an air for so long and now you do. What's going on? I know. I, it always makes me wonder like, because I'll get that alert every so often. Um, and sometimes it's because I haven't programmed the the area code in my phone. Yeah. When I dial them. time. I know. Who has time? Yeah. You know what? Auto-populate or something. <laughs> Track the call, auto-populate, and, like, you know who I'm calling. Mm-hmm. Come on, FBI agents outside. Like, can't you get it together? <laughs> um, do we need to talk about the weird flickering lights the other night that everybody had? Sure. Let's talk about it. It's strange. Guys, y'all remember a few nights ago, um, what let's was not, it, Friday? It's not conspiracy theory. Let's just talk about you know what okay. I mean? like let's not get too far mm-hmm. but it is weird but go ahead it was yeah i think it wasn't it friday this yeah, past friday? friday night yeah this past friday guys um it was around like what nine i think it said like nine thirty nine thirty five i can't remember sometime around then mm-hmm. but the lights flickered and i thought it was just local to our neighborhood because our neighborhood has weird power um like for those of y'all who don't know um like our house has a generator um built in because they lose power so frequently in Hilton Village so um we definitely you know I just figured it was you know just local to us but then Missy said that she also experienced the power flick yeah I was about to get in the shower and my the light over my sink in my bathroom like flickered and I was like that's weird and I was sitting there thinking When's the last time I've changed that light bulb ever? Like, I don't remember. I've been here for like five years. I'm like, have I ever changed it? Mm-hmm. And then it did it a few times, and I was like, I don't feel like that's spirit related, but it's weird. So then I got in the shower, and my light shower light flickered a little bit, and I was like, okay, now. 
Mm-hmm. And I did not feel like it was spirit related. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why are both of them? Is there some kind of breaker? And then I just forgot to tell Mike. I never did. And then I got onto Facebook and I saw it was like two days later. Mm-hmm. It was like everybody from North Carolina to wherever, like not even just around here in Hampton Roads. It was like at least East Coast. I don't know how far up and down. I don't know if it was the whole country, but everybody experienced power flickering. Mm-hmm. So what is that, guys? Like, why? Why were we experiencing they it? They said someone, I don't know who they are, is saying that it was because of solar storms, which I'd already heard that there were solar storms, which is why people were having, like, headaches and stuff. And I had a vicious headache Friday, and I never get headaches. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, that's interesting. Well, then they're saying that that interfered with. Mm-hmm. It's weird. The power. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to wonder. Yeah. I mean, for it to be all over, it's kind of... Yeah. So let us know um, if you experienced any, cause I'm inter- or if you noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys noticed that your power flicked this past Friday, let us know. And where you are located. Ooh, yeah. that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Especially for those of y'all who are out of the U.S. Yeah. Did you have a power or flick? Or even out of, like, not Virginia or North Carolina, because I don't know how far it's it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so we are officially officially here at the Hill House in is this downtown or Old Town? What is Old it? Hill. Old Town. Old I can't remember. Old Town Portsmouth, <laughs> and we are here with Lane, and she is a board member for the Portsmouth Historical Society or Association. Association. Good Lord, I messed up. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. We always mess up. Portsmouth Historical Association, and my grandmother has known her for years. And she has some of the history of the Hill House that she is going to share with us today. Yes. Okay. Welcome to the Hill House, first of all. Thank you. It is the headquarters for the Historical Association um, and is open for tours. Currently, uh, we have an open for the season, which will be in May. And we also do uh, tours if people request them, by by request, special request. Mm -hmm. Um, the house was built in 1825 mm. and has um, never li- been lived in by anyone but the Hill family. So there have been four generations of Hills in this house. Um, let's see. Um, everything in the house is original to the house, which is kind of astounding. Uh, it's unbelievable in a lot of ways because most houses of this age have actually had all the furniture taken out of it. This one has almost every stick of furniture it had since um, probably the Civil War, maybe even before that. There was a period of time where their finances went down, so some of the furniture got sold off. Right. However, <laughs> that being said, there there are a lot of things in here that are very unique, and in terms of um, aging out, it's like anyone else's house. Uh, some of it turned over due to their taste, mm, each right. of the generation's taste. And so you see uh, the very old mixed with somewhat new things like the dishwashers and mm-hmm. right. um, different types of furniture. But it, uh, it's, please come see it because it's, it's well worth seeing. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's a beautiful house. Um, it's been added on to uh, as the generations expanded. Um, and their families got larger. You can see that when you're standing outside, when you stand on the side of the house where they've added onto it. 
and um, there have been things added to it, like the dormers on the fourth floor were not original to the house. The staircase has been changed from the, the plain to the Victorian style. So that's the kind of thing that you'll see when you're in here. They added bathrooms, which you know they didn't have originally. Right. We've had a privy dig done here back in 2012, I believe. So we have the artifacts from that, which are very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, many of the rooms in here have been renovated to the point of um, the rugs being sent out and the furniture being restored. And uh, we're still working on it, still work in progress. So it's interesting to watch that part of it. Um, I think that's, unless you have more to add to it. How, what, what was the most amount of people that lived in here at once? Weren't there multiple families with children um, at one point or did I make that the up? The second, <laughs> no, the second generation, um, uh, the first family, uh, to live here, uh, the house was built by John Thompson who lived in the yellow house on the corner of North and Middle. And, um, he rented this house. He never lived in this house, but he rented it to his commanding officer from the War of 1812. And the commanding officer had a daughter, well, he had, well, a daughter at that time. And John Thompson had a son, an adopted son. It was really his nephew, but he adopted him. And he was John Thompson Hill. So the two of the, the son and the daughter of this household got together and got married. They had two sons who married sisters, the Collins sisters, oh, wow. and each of them had six children, each of the, the two sons and two daughters. So on the the side that ended up living in this house, John Thompson Hill, had five daughters and a son, and Chandler had five sons and a daughter. His daughter died very early on. She was very, oh, very young. And um, there are actually, I think, we have photographs of her um, in a coffin, I believe laid out in either this downstairs parlor or upstairs parlor. So that's, it's kind of unique that way. What's sorry, I just saw a shadow outside. <laughs> it scared me, sorry. <laughs> you were all jumpy in here. <laughs> she oh, picked up on the, the child death this morning when she was getting information. Mm -hmm. Weren't there multiple people like maybe sick here at one point? Maybe did anybody have a sickness or anything during? Um, well, you had that whole epidemic with the uh, yellow fever. Right, yes. And their grandfather was a doctor, and he uh, oh. sent them out of town so that they wouldn't get sick and um, just got them out of here because this entire area, I don't know whether you're familiar with it or not, in Norfolk on Princess Anne, mm -hmm. on Princess Anne and Hampton, there's a whole corner of nothing but plantings. That's a mass grave. Oh, wow. Um, that's why nothing's ever been built on that I corner. I did not realize. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fort Norfolk, I believe, was one of the few places that the, uh, the cistern there provided fresh water. But, I mean, how far wow. can you go with that little bit of water? And, wow. Anyhow, um, that's a good place to go. That's yeah, noted. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And seriously, that has some interesting stuff. Uh, anyway, back to here. And he, so eventually he stayed behind and he uh, tried to treat the people who were ill and he ended up getting yellow fever himself and died. Oh. So um, that's probably where you get that 
because that's a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people died during this period of time. I can't yeah. tell you how many, but um, scary, really scary. So that's probably where that figure comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, other than the two brothers and the sisters and the one child that died, the children in this family of John Thompson Hills, um, they, all of his children lived to a ripe old age. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure about Chandler's children, um, but it's unusual on Chandler's side, the sons got married. I think all of them got married. All the children on John's side, his children, the the last generation here, none of them ever got married. Wow. So that's why the house was ultimately, Emily Spong talked a great deal to Evelyn, who is the remaining sister, and I believe the other one at the time, and talked them into deeding it over to the Historical Association sometime in the 50s, mm-hmm. upon their death, that the, it would go. And Evelyn finally died, and uh, we shouldn't say finally, but she passed away. <laughs> well, we know. <laughs> <laughs> passed away in uh, about 1965. Okay. So um, that's when the Historical Association got this and, and started having their meetings here and considered it like the headquarters. Right. We're very fortunate that they did leave an endowment. At that point, it was a nice endowment. Uh, Over the years, due to the stock market, as we all know, um, and investments, um, things went up and down. So it's, it's, um, we use basically donations and membership and try not to mess around with that too much. so we've been lucky on that, and we encourage people to donate if they're yes, interested. Yeah. Yes. So we've been to beautiful teas here. Um, my family cut, we used to come every Christmas and Mother's Day to. Yeah. They put on gorgeous tea parties here. I mean, just outside, inside. It's. I, yeah, I often say, and um, I, we're not doing Mother's Day this year, but um, we've got everything to do it with. We've got the linens, we've got the silver, we've got the china. We don't use their china. We actually have a separate stash, so it's really nice. And the linens are beautiful. I mean, you've seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, we, and it's all volunteer. No, There's no paid staff here. Um, we have one person that does all the linens when after the tea parties. Um, and the Christmas, I mean, we've had two exhibits. We've been closed basically for two years. Before we closed, we had the exhibits, the wedding dress exhibit, the toy exhibit. And we're just getting down to, hopefully in November, doing one with photographs, old photographs oh, wow. of Portsmouth, wow. where your grandmother is supplying about, I don't know, 85, 90% <laughs> of the information. Yeah. Along with, we found uh, several other people actually in her age category. Yeah, who are coming to the meetings, oh, wow. and um, they they just have their own reunion off to the side. Of, oh, oh, I do bet. You remember, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're I think they're having a good time. We're all sitting there in awe, but yeah. Um, I heard the toy exhibit was awesome at Christmas. Like you just, didn't get there? I didn't. Mm-mm. I had the best time with that. Yeah. We started off maybe just thinking we'd do two floors, but it just kind of exploded. I think my grandfather's train set maybe was yes. here, and then my grandmother had this really old doll from when she was little. and um, Dan had, we had trains on the dining room table. We had uh, a dollhouse a friend uh, of mine had loaned us. It was 
a Victorian house, uh, dollhouse. She got involved in dollhouses because she wanted a Victorian house, and when she didn't, couldn't get one, um, she started working on these, and then she got a house over in Norfolk, and so at that point she had two two dollhouses going, and she also is a Disney fan. Okay. So she has some of the really old Disney toys. Oh wow! So they were scattered around in here, and then all of us, all of us have toys. You know, we just. <laughs> Yeah. Can you, you just don't realize it. Yeah. Can you imagine the energy off of these, you know, toys mm-hmm. that oh, some was. of them were, you know, near a hundred years old if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Just yeah. The house is gorgeous. There's so much to see in here. Um and Christina and I have been here before and there's nothing really we can't say scary about it. I mean it is a little creepy, especially something about all the way the top floor just mm. is a little I don't know. Maybe it's just me. And then, of course, my sister and cousin, you know, we come for the teas and that the bedroom with the doll. Yeah. And back there is a little. Yeah. Yeah. But we are going to um, do a spirit box session, which um, we'll probably record that live. And we're going to track some EVPs and we'll um, we're not going to show the whole house off because you need to come see it in person. So if you are ever in Hampton Roads in Portsmouth, um, they do have a Facebook and you can find out when they're going to be open and they do tours and it's just a lovely, lovely house to come visit full of tons of history. Yes. Yeah. I'll link all of their information down in the notes for the episode today. And we can put it in our um, link tree too. Yes. We can link all of their contact information and everything on there mm-hmm. and we will post some things on Facebook and Instagram. And Lane, is there anything else you think we should know about or anybody should know about the property? The only thing I would like to add is when you were talking about the energy off the the um, toy exhibit and the wedding dress exhibit, um, is that when we have these parties per se, I feel pers- this is my own personal feeling that the sisters are here because mm-hmm. they like to entertain. Absolutely, you can kind of feel their energy in here, mm-hmm. especially when everyone else is excited. The the guests are having tea and they're sitting around munching out and. Um, roaming the house, I feel like they're in here with us. Yes, absolutely. I've always felt that way, and I, I know um, some of Dan and Dave look at me like, oh, <laughs> we believe all of this, obviously. <laughs> and I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I told y'all when we first came here uh, the first time, for it to be such an old house with so much history it's the best feeling old house I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a real testament to the family that lived here and mm-hmm. all of the generations. Um, because usually old houses like this feel very... There's always something that's not quite... Yeah. I know mine uh, apparently has something on the first floor because the original tenant there said that she would see a man in a stovepipe hat. And she really didn't... It didn't bother her, but she on occasion had to tell him that she wasn't afraid of him. Right. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never ever had that experience here. I'm, I'm not as, words not psychic, but I don't have that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all feel it I in had different it ways. At a house in three hundred north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I mean. That might have to be a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that, just, that just changed hands. Oh, that yeah. house did. Oh, wow. So, um, but I did live on the second and third floor of that house, and I. I did not like to go into the attic portion of that house without oh. turning on the light. And I don't know why, it's just me. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. 
Well, it's definitely, it's very comfortable feeling in here. You definitely do, I get a few of the chills, not in a bad way, but it's just almost like a presence of them, there being people here. Family, obviously, probably the family that lived here. Nothing bad, but we are interested to see if we pick anything up and if they welcome, you know, yeah. us here. Absolutely. So thank you so much yes, for talking to you. us. And like we said, we will link all of the Hill House information and we will come back with some more of our thoughts about it. Yes. Okay. Oh, hello again. Hello. <laughs> so we have now done our interview with Lane. You just listened to that part. Um, and she was so nice to do a little recap and answer some questions for us. Yes. Um, and after we were done with that part of the interview, we got to do a few spirit box sessions. Yes. And it actually led us to four different rooms. Mm-hmm. Now, this house is actually four stories high. Mm-hmm. Don't know that they have a basement. They might. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. If so, that would be like a fifth one. Yeah. Technically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's four stories high. Um I have been in there a lot as, like, an adolescent because my grandmother has always volunteered there. She's been a part of the Portsmouth Historical Association. So they always did tours and tea. So I've been in there a lot, and it's always given me creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. I used to have this little ghost tracking app, and it actually, like, set off some things in there before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just always, you know, I don't know, it's, it's an old house from, like, 1852 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of history in there. So we started today on the first floor. We were in like the main room when you enter the house to the left. I don't know if you would call that. It was almost like a... Like a parlor. Or like a parlor. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where we did our first session. Um, and we jumped into the spirit box session so fast because I felt like immediately I needed to channel. Mm-hmm. As we were sitting there talking to her at the end, I just felt like I was like almost glazing over and like my body felt really heavy and I knew that there was like people there that were trying to talk to us. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We pretty much found out quickly when I tried to do the first session that there were several people. Lots. Uh-huh. They were just, and they were talking over each other. And if you go back on our Instagram from today, we have two different videos. The first one, um, you can see where I had to stop it because it was more information than has ever come in in that fashion when doing the Estes method. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it it wasn't even like it was just quick words. It was like people were trying to talk over each other. Yes. And it was almost hard to slow down and figure out who was saying what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You felt the same way about oh, that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, especially in that parlor area mm-hmm. that we were in, um... Uh, I can't remember if it was within the recording that we did, um, but Lane said that that used to be kind of where people would come in Mm -hmm. and that was where they would display people's bodies. If anyone had passed, that was kind of like the viewing area as well. So it was quite literally like a portion of the hub of the house. Um, But like what Missy said, it felt almost like a group of people, like a crowd of people walked into the space. Um, it was like the sisters were almost fighting to talk to like yes. whoever. And there was like a little girl mm-hmm. um, energy in there. And it was like, you. I mean, they were, one of them was like talking about how they hated the stairs. <laughs> well, they didn't hate it. They just said they didn't. They say the so stairs, the stairs were hideous. Hideous, yeah. <laughs> and I don't feel like it was all them. I just feel like it was one like being kind of petty, you know. Because mm-hmm. there's been some renovations to the house, but. Like, overall, it's all their original stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And what was interesting about the stairs that we found out later was that 
the stairs had been redone mm-hmm. from what they were originally yeah. uh, looked like. So it was interesting that they kind of honed in on the stairs. Um, yeah, they kept referencing the stairs, the stairs. And then they kept telling us to go, excuse me. Oh my god <laughs> me. they kept telling us to go upstairs and upstairs is the place i said that i really didn't want to go because mm-hmm. i always got the worst vibe all the way up mm-hmm. yeah so that went. was that was especially being in the bedrooms um like when we were doing that spirit box session i kept seeing like scenes of what looked like a whole bunch of excuse me children and like several different moms um because mm-hmm. i saw several different women in there um with children i could see them at christmas time mm-hmm. um because i saw almost like a fire going in the fireplace um and then you know exchanging gifts um it looked almost like they were exchanging food too right um at one point like i because most of the furniture in there is all original and was there when the hills lived there um so we put our hands on the bedpost to see if we could pick up anything with psychometry. Um, and I that was when I felt someone kind of walk up by me and touch my hand um, when it was on the bedpost. Um, and then the kitchen. Mm-hmm. The kitchen was awesome. Yeah. I feel like it was a portal. There was some sort of portal in the kitchen. Right. Now the music room was the second place we went in and that immediately felt like cold and I felt someone walk up behind me um, I had goosebumps the entire time I was doing my session and they just kept saying, go up, you know, telling us to go upstairs. Mm-hmm. So that's when we went up into the front bedroom and then we ended up down in the kitchen because apparently that's where one of the sisters has come through before to other people. And that was like a really warm and inviting session. But if you see our second video of the spirit box, I don't know how it's going to look because it kept the video kept turning off it didn't mm. like cut off our live it didn't end the live i realized it was just turning the video off wow like it's awake yeah mm-hmm. so wow it was really interesting it really was it was such a great trip mm-hmm. so rich with history in there yeah it was so awesome so if you want um we don't have a whole lot more information to share she shared some um of the history and the first part of this one, obviously. Um, but if you have any questions, you can always reach out on their Facebook or our Facebook or Instagram. Um, we're going to post their links because you can actually go tour. Like she said, mm-hmm. um, it's really, it's a really cool place to tour and it's right near a bunch of like bars and restaurants down there. So there's plenty of like places to like, you know, go walk around and it's so just, bumping with spirits down there anyways Mm -hmm. i mean there are tons of places yeah so it's a really cool place to like go and you know do Mm -hmm. some explorations and visits yeah yeah it's awesome in there Mm -hmm. i loved being in the kitchen i think that was my favorite part yeah kitchen was really awesome this little boy came through with a lot of stuff and Mm -hmm. it was just really comforting and they really must have had a dog named jack i I think they had multiple animals she said they had a lot of animals there they loved animals so Mm -hmm. it makes sense Mm -hmm. and that when i heard the name jack upstairs i immediately thought it was a dog so when the way it was being called in the spirit box, like for anybody who's ever done like the Estes method or spirit box session, you're basically like you have headphones that are feeding an SB7 spirit box into your ears. Um, and then you're also wearing a blindfold. So you basically like are in this sensory deprivation tank basically. Um, but in that 
uh, portion where they were calling out for Jack, it was almost like I would hear like this little sound bite of somebody say, Jack. <laughs> so it was like they were calling a pet almost. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our episode today. Yes, definitely <laughs> go on to Instagram and look at our videos. And we are going to post some links to where on our link tree um, and our social media to where you can go book your own tour if you want and mm-hmm. check them out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, bye. Bye.